Hello and welcome to level 8 of 3 Extra Lives, a video game and trivia podcast. My name is Tom Knight, your host, and welcome back. Great to have you here. If it's your first time, if it's your eighth time, whatever time it is, it's great to have you here. I don't know about you guys, but the last few weeks has been really tricky for me being online with Avengers, spoilers, Game of Thrones Season 8. It's just really hard to know where you're going to be safe from those spoilers, but I've done my best to put together a show in the midst of a spoilery internet world. Before I get started, I just want to say, are you following Three Extra Lives on social media? We have a Twitter page, we have a Facebook page, and newly we have an Instagram page as well, which you might find some trivia happening over there as well on the old Instagram stories. So if you want to keep up to date with what's happening in Three Extra Lives, outside of the podcast, definitely give us a little follow over there. That would be really, really nice over at 3 Extra Lives. But with that out of the way, let's get started. I'm starting off this week with a video game that has just been released on the day of recording, actually, and it is called Guard Duty. Guard Duty. And Guard Duty is a comedy adventure about love, loss, and the end of the world. I always like things that include the end of the world. This makes it so much more dramatic. And we're going to be experiencing an unforgettable story spanning across two radically different time periods. I'm a sucker for games that take part in various parts of history and past actions implicating future actions. Oh, I I love that stuff. I really do. But let me tell you more about Guard Duty. It's It's releasing through Steam on Windows, Mac, and Linux. And you will start off as our hero, Tonbert, loyal guard to the castle of Wrinklewood. That's a fine place indeed. And he's having a rough day, not having a good day at all. Now, he may have just headed down to the local pub and had a bit too much to drink. And with this lapse in concentration, and the next thing you know, a hooded figure has slipped into the kingdom and kidnapped the princess. Don't you just hate when your princess gets kidnapped? I know I do. I'm sure there's a plumber out there that agrees with that statement as well. But this event will have consequences well into the future of the game. And this is the interesting part about this point-and-click adventure is that a thousand years later, in a small orbital station, Agent Starborn, who's a member of the Resistance group, and they're embarking on a final attempt to overthrow an evil and to take back the planet Earth. This quest is rooted in the depths of history. Playing through Card Duty, we're going to find out how these two characters' fates are connected. And you know what? When we do, we might just save the human race. What about that? Talk about two birds and one stone, right? And this game, it took four and a half years to make and... It's something I always like to reflect on when talking about games that are launching. It's just how much time has passed since development first started on it. And it's finally happening for the developer over at Sick Chicken Studios. And I don't know about you because I've played a lot of point and click games. And spoilers, I'm actually going to be talking about another one at the end of the show. Do you know one thing that gets me sometimes is when I have something I need to do or I forget what I'm actually supposed to be doing? 
And this game is actually going to have an integrated to-do list to keep track of your current goals and objectives. So you're not going to lose sight of your objective. You're going to be able to have a familiar RPG style quest tracking system, which, which will help you achieve what you need to do. More features include full voice acting, over 6,000 lines of fully voiced dialogue. That's always really nice in these point-and-click adventures to bring them to life a bit more. There's hundreds of detailed animations, 30 unique musical compositions with hundreds of sound effects, all created in-house, especially for this project as well. Streamlined inventory, puzzle design, it's gonna feel like a classic, a classic point-and-click adventure. So yeah, I'm just really excited to share this game with you guys because I think on the desktop, point-and-click is something that's always been a staple of PC gaming. I mean, I know it it has been for me, but I've always had a great attachment to point-and-click adventures. And in this one with two storylines happening at two ends of, of history, how that's going to fit together, it's really exciting to see. So that is Guard Duty by Sick Chicken Studios, and it's available right now. So speaking of Guard Duty, I would like you to tell me what game is this quote from? My cousin's out fighting dragons, and what do I get? Guard duty. You will find that quote in The Elder Scrolls Skyrim. One of my personal favorites, actually. The quote, not the game. Well, the game too. Okay, let's move on. In this next segment of 3 Extra Lives, I'm looking back, I know I do that quite a lot, but I find myself thinking the other day about when I was at college, how I used to play a lot of web browser games. Now, these days, it's not something I do, because I've got consoles, I've got my mobile phone, I've got my PC, I don't, I don't really need to, to invest any time in browser games, but when I was a wee lad, and when I say wee lad, I mean about 16, at college, there's just some times where it got me thinking about some of the web browser games that I played. De definitely not always in college, just want to put that out there, but definitely a, a portion of time was spent playing web browser games and all, all for educational purposes, obviously. It all led to this moment on Three Extra Lives. So I was thinking about those games and, and what were they and just even trying to fire up the neurons in my brain to recall the names of the games and how much enjoyment I got out of them. So I'm just going to tell you if you if you've played any of these and it, it brings back memories, definitely let me know. I'd love to reminisce with you more about the good old web browser game days. One of them was called One Slime, which was slime volleyball, where you would control a little slime dude, basically half a Pac-Man. I'm going to call it that. There would be a net in the middle. You would control the slime with arrow keys and you would just have to keep the ball up like a game of volleyball. So simple, amazingly addictive because there was various skill levels on this game which really ramped up and got very challenging in the later stages of that. And you could also play it two players so you could have somebody squashed in beside you at one end of the keyboard and you at the other end and you were playing multiplayer. That was just great to be able to do that. Another game that I played quite a bit of 
and I'm not ashamed to say it, it was called Spank the Monkey. Now, hold on, it's not what you think, I swear. This game involved an inflatable monkey and a hand, and again, I repeat, it's not what you think. It is not what you think. And you controlled the hand with your mouse cursor, you got a good grip on that. Again, it's not what you think. And you would swipe your mouse cursor across the screen, hitting the monkey, then you would get a score of how many miles per hour you hit the monkey at. And if you hit it fast enough, you would hear this song. And that was just a feel-good factor. I don't know if it was completely random, if it was actually based on the speed you hit the monkey at, but yeah, it wasted a bit of time and that was Spank the Monkey. I'm sure a few of you out there have Spanked the Monkey. It can't just be me. Tell me I'm not alone here, please. Another game that I spent a lot of time in as well, and this one definitely more so at home, was Neopets. Do you remember Neopets? It was an online game where you would collect virtual animals, you could buy accessories for them, you could play a heap of mini games and earn something called Neo Points, which you could then use to buy stuff for your pets, or you could open up shops where you could sell the stuff, and there was gambling, there was like scratch cards, and you could win more Neo Points, and oh my goodness, that, that was good times. You had to make sure you were logging in there every day to get your bonuses and be able to buy your scratch cards and it sounds really wrong now that I think about it but it was all innocent fun and apparently Neopets is still a thing it's still going if you did play that about 15 years ago chances are your Neopet is not in a good way so I wouldn't recommend logging in I headed over to the Neopets browser and the screen gave me nostalgia the login screen but I couldn't bring myself to find out exactly what had happened to my Neopets. I probably couldn't even remember what email I signed up for that with anyway, but it's it's all good memories. I also spent a bit of time in a game called Trogdor, which was part of HomestarRunner.com, and if you've never checked that out, I highly recommend it, but Trogdor was based on a, a Flash animation that came from Homestar Runner and they developed it into a game which only last year became a Kickstarter for a board game in 2018 which was funded in three hours so there's people definitely riding off the Trogdor nostalgia train as well where you were a dragon and you would have to burn down villages and burn its citizens. It sounds terrible but trust me it's, it's, all, it's all good. It's all innocent fun. I swear. And talking about these online games also makes me Think about massive browser games that still exist. I mean, RuneScape is something that's been an MMO RPG that's still still out there. People still playing it. People still enjoying it. And it, it blows my mind that there's still this dedication to a web browser game after all these years. But if people are enjoying it, they're having fun. You don't need a super powerful PC to run these games. And if that scratches an itch for you, that is awesome. It also has me thinking about how much time I used to spend in Yahoo games. I don't know if that's still a thing, but they had a pool game in there. And oh my goodness, I spent so many hours on that because it kept track of all your wins, your winning streaks, and oh, how many balls you potted. I, I was a big sucker for stats and gotta say, feels like sometimes 
it was all simpler and um, now I couldn't I couldn't just couldn't imagine whittling away hours on a web browser game but many of these have transitioned from web-based games to games that we'd play on our phone and they transition brilliantly a game that I'm a big fan of on PC is super hot and that started its life as a web browser game as well so it's pretty incredible how the origin of web games to real games and just that whole nostalgia surrounding it but like I said if you've played any of these games let me know and if there's anything that you spend hours playing on maybe you still do I'd love for you to share that with me all right it's trivia time and this this is a bit niche but I'm gonna go for it anyway I mentioned Trogdor from homestarrunner.com if you've never seen Homestar Runner what are you doing but onto the question can you give me Trogdor's full title The answer is Trogdor the Burninator. And guess what, guys? And then Trogdor comes in the night! And now you know. Finally, I'm moving on to another point-and-click game for the PC. I promised you another one, and I delivered. Wouldn't tell you lies. The game I'm talking about is The Death of Aaron Myers, and this is from developer Viperant. So the death of Aaron Myers. The synopsis for this game, pretty chilling. Aaron Myers is dead, but how did she die? And why did she die? Find out as you step back into her life and uncover her darkest secrets. So the death of Aaron Myers, it's the first installment of the Viperant's short story series. It's gonna be an anthology of five standalone and self-contained point and click adventures. In this first installment, Aaron Myers, she was a cop, but now she's dead. The question is, how did she die? But maybe more importantly is why did she die? You'll step back in time through nine various parts of her life. You'll discover the answer to these questions. You're going to uncover her fears, her desires, and some of her darkest secrets. Sadly in the end you can't save her, but maybe you can understand her. I was really sold on the, the synopsis for this game like I said, but boy, when they say Erin Myers has some dark secrets, she really does. Her past is dark. So this game is divided up into nine moments in Aaron Meyer's life, which you will visit, but not in a chronological order. They're out of sync slightly, but I think it actually makes sense why this happens. Something a bit different about this point-and-click adventure game is it's more from a first-person static perspective. So you can locate new areas by clicking to get a closer look at various areas of the location you're in, but it doesn't involve navigating your character around and investigating that way. It's more about you being observant to the environment you're in. It offers a different type of gameplay than you might expect from a usual point and click adventure, but for this game, I think it works really well. You've also got the background music in this game, which creates so much tension. There's one particular environment in this game, and I don't want to spoil anything, but you're trying to get out from somewhere. And the music in the background makes you feel really uncomfortable like somebody's watching you that something terrible is about to happen and not that I enjoy feeling that way in general but I think in this game it, it just creates an atmosphere that really adds to the game and really adds to what you're trying to achieve. The puzzles in this game are logical puzzles it's not you have to combine things together that wouldn't make sense it it generally makes sense sometimes you just have to think about it a little more there's a few puzzles in there 
that might make you scratch your head, but like a lot of these point-and-click games, you have to survey the surroundings, maybe take a, a look a few times and make sure you haven't missed anything. But I was definitely guilty of that, of thinking I had uncovered everything in an area that I had no means to continue. Then I investigated the area again and found out, oh, I've actually missed this little detail. So definitely one for the eagle-eyed player as well. But I'm looking forward to playing more of this anthology series. The Death of Aaron Myers is a great opening chapter to what should be a chilling and mysterious series. You can expect to beat this game in about one to two hours, so it's not going to take too much of a time commitment. And sometimes that's just nice to be able to sit down for an hour or so and get that fulfillment of a conclusion too. So that was The Death of Aaron Myers by Vampirant, and it's available on Steam now. It's trivia time! So I was talking about Aaron Myers, who is a police officer. That is a big clue to the answer of this next question. Which light gun shooter game, first released in 1994, came in its original incarnation as an arcade game? The answer is... Virtual Cop definitely spent many pound coins playing that one, but if you got that one right, give yourself an extra life. And here we are at the end of another level of three extra lives. How did you do on the trivia today? Was a bit tricky, wasn't it? But I feel like I'm always saying that. Maybe it's, maybe it's not true. Maybe there's somebody out there that's totally nailing this. As always, and I mentioned it at the top of the show, you can follow Three Extra Lifes on social media over at Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Three Extra Lifes. Everything I've talked about today, it's available on threeextralifes.fireside.fm, where you'll find show notes, links to everything I'm talking about. I'll throw in the links to the web-based browser games as well, so you can check out Spank the Monkey. You know you want to. That's over at threeextralifes.fireside.fm. And that's it. Thank you very much for listening, and I will see you in level 9! Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.